All right, welcome back here. Boy, it's been one of those days. Uh, Vicki Leach and I are just kind of chuckling a little bit as I write down her name on the computer. Fat fingers, I typed in V-I-V-K-E parentheses L-E-A-C-H, and I got most of the letters right, but not even close on some of them. So, Vicki Leach, how are you doing today? <laughs> I'm well, Jason. How are you? You know, I'm doing pretty good. Uh, you know, this interview re- we are recording just a few days before Christmas, and the reason is you've been kind of doing some good work down there in the Southern Shale plays, but to really demonstrate how connected the oil and gas industry and how much of a community it is, your uh, oil field angels push uh, really got into the Northern Hemisphere, up in the Bakken and over into a Colorado, Wyoming, and some of the other shale plays up in the Northern Hemisphere. So uh, first off, talk to me about the oil field angels, how it got started, and then give us an update where we're at as we prepare for Christmas and the holiday season. Kwanzaa, of course, is the 26th, so we don't want to leave that out. But talk to me about oil field angels and where we're at with it. Well, Jason, um, actually, it just, it was an idea that came to mind one day as I was scrolling through LinkedIn, um, it seemed like every day as I was, you know, scrolling or, or posting things, I, I was seeing more and more families, you know, guys reaching out saying they're looking for jobs, they're looking for jobs, or they've been out of work since February or April, and it just, it really just kept hitting home, um, you know, because I had been through a layoff, um, back in the spring after after being with the company for a very long time. Um, and just one day, I was, I just knew that we needed to do more. Um, you're seeing these guys, you know, saying, you know, I need a job. I, I've got four kids or I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lose my house. I, anybody's just begging for work. And with the holidays coming up, it's just, felt like we needed to do something to bring some joy and some maybe a little bit of peace to some extra families. Um, so I put a post out and I said, you know, who would who would be willing to help me do this? Um, maybe we could get some families nominated that might need that extra help. And then it just it became overwhelming. Um, how was that nomination process? That's a little humbling. The oil and gas industry is a very proud industry, uh, not one to ask for help. And um, yeah. so is, is it the families that were asking for help? That Was it, say, I know my neighbor got laid off or a coworker got laid off, so I then did, you know nominated the name. Talk to me about the nomination process and just even if, if there was any if, if you had to spend a little extra time with some of the families just kind of through that, because it it's a very humbling experience that unless you've been through it, it's really difficult to, to, to process. You're absolutely right. Um, and just like you said, uh, unless you've been through it, it, it's really hard to imagine. Um, you, and I, you and I know each other on that level. You know, it's definitely one of those pride things we don't ever want to we don't ever want to say we need help um so the nominations came in many different forms um we had a mother that nominated her son that was a single dad um 
we had another another family, you know, where a wife reached out and said, you know, I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to make sure it's okay with my husband. You know, that right there that's that humbling. Um, we had another one where a man nominated his former boss um, on top of being laid off. You know, there were some medical issues with a child after the layoff that had just financially drained um, and just everything stacking upon each other. And they just, you know, they, they got to a very, very terrible place. Um, another one was uh, somebody from literally across the state had nominated another family. Um, so one was from West Texas nominating a family over in East Texas. Um, and there was a family from North Dakota. I mean, there's just, it was just amazing the, the caring hearts that were thinking of others. We actually had one family, and this just resonated with me so much. We have one family that was nominated, and that family actually reached out and said, my former, my former driller, their family needs it more than my family does. This is what they're going through. Can we forego our nomination and give it to my former boss and his family? They need it so bad. Um, gosh, Jason, I'm tearing up here. Um, just And then when we met, um, and Jerry, um, I got a, woo. It's all right. I mean, you know, uh, it, it chokes yeah. you up. I, yeah. I, every year I am see the Bach and Barbecue. Yeah. We do the Bach and Barbecue every year, and it's Make-A-Wish. And honestly, after, was it, eighth year, ninth year, next year, I still tear up on stage every single year when they bring those kids in, and we're either we're talking about it or we're giving a wish or whatever it might be. And there's not a dry eye in the house, so I'm just pausing here, or I'm stalling while you get your composure. <laughs> so, uh, I'm telling you. Um, so, I, and i got to bring this up right now. So, Jaree Wald-Morton, she's with Plaster and Wald Consulting out of Mustang, Oklahoma. Um, so, Matthew Hill, we all know Matthew Hill, but if we don't, he will. Um, so, Matt Hill originally, as soon as, I, as soon as I posted this on LinkedIn, Matt shared it, and, you know, people were instantly responding to all of us and Jaree reached out from Oklahoma saying, oh my goodness, I want it all. And uh, so Ms. Jaree reached out to lots of organizations in Oklahoma um, that were all willing to donate. And so Jaree was, Jaree was just heaven sent herself. She I'm telling you, she was my angel this year. Um, without her, this would not have been possible. And uh, so, as Jaree and I, you know, we were getting this all together, and we were meeting with families, and as we were um, the 
delivering and then um, also Katina helped us deliver. Um, we were hearing these stories. You know, we got to get, we got to meet these people and and hear more stories. You know, on a personal basis. And you know, I thought I had it bad. I got you know, I lost my job again <laughs> the week before Thanksgiving. But then you hear these stories and. We are so, I, I was, I thought, I am just so fortunate. I, nothing compared to you, what these guys have gone through, and I just, I cannot thank everybody that contributed. It, it's not possible without, without everyone, and I hope that we, we get bigger and better next year, and we just continue this as an annual thing to, to keep giving back in helping others. Do you know how many families were impacted or dollar amounts or anything like that? Do you guys have any numbers at this point or is it all still uh, calculating? Um, um, total dollar amount is going to be well, consistent in Oklahoma was huge. Um, I don't know if it's probably going to be over $20,000 with all of the families. Um, we we had 17 families that were impacted this year. Um, and that, that's across, like I said, uh, North Dakota, Colorado, Oklahoma, Texas. With the, the largest group was in Oklahoma. Sorry, I'm just writing my notes down here because, you know, it's still, I am. Yeah, I am still a journalist, so I got to write down this, this stuff, even though it's not the hard news, you know, it's not the hard news that people. People like the headline news and everything else. And this is, to me, I love these stories. This is the type of news that I like, and uh, it makes the industry look good for this, just from this aspect. Anytime the industry can help each other out, that's a good sign. And as, as many challenges as we have right now outside of the industry with the climate activists, with regulation, with federal lease bans, you know, I mean, trust me, there's there, there's enough issues to go around. It's so nice oh, yeah. when industry can still help each other out instead of just becoming a country club or holing up or just good old boy. You know, you, you've heard it, good old boy network and all these other things. It's just nice when people oh, yeah. people can look past that and say, you know what, if we don't have and industry as a whole united, then we got no industry. And this is another example of how industry can stick together and continue its strength in numbers as it goes into 2021, which is going to be probably the most important year in oil and gas's history. I really believe that. 2021 Absolutely. is going to be the most important year in oil and gas's history. Um, so I agree with you. You mentioned... You want to keep this going, so that's good. Uh, you've got an announcement you're going to make on Fossil Fuel Fridays with Matt Hill, who is also uh, part of the Crude Life Media Network. He's a contributor. So your announcement on Fossil Fuel Fridays will be aired on our radio program because we air Matt Hill and Ken Lavin with Fossil Fuel Fridays on the Crude Life radio program. And so what else do we got going on? So. Uh, you're going to be making a, a an employment announcement pretty soon, so you're back in the workforce, huh? Yes. Um, 
And we'll let so, Matt we'll we'll, we'll I, let Matt I, drop that big news. <laughs> Let's, yes, hey, yes, hey, hey Matt, I, I got the scoop on you, pal, but I'll let you drop it first. Okay. Well, see, we gotta we, we gotta stick together as 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 a family here. As the oil field, we can't be backstabbing that's each right. other. <laughs> so Yeah, that's right. So um Matt Hey, that's big that's big business, man. You get the exclusive on that's Vicky Leach. Good. All I'm getting is a recap of Oilfield Angels. Oh, boy. Ho-hum. How the mighty have fallen. <laughs> oh, oh, I love you, Jason. You know it. Uh, well, good work down there with Oilfield Angels. Congratulations on securing some employment, getting into like 2020, it. 21, I mean. Uh, uh, first of all, just kind of... Kind of ending here the interview, either through your personal experience, you were laid off in 2020, so you, you have firsthand experience. <laughs> yeah. You also yeah. uh, were very active during employment and during unemployment. You were active helping the local community, whether it's the nonprofits, the soup kitchens, et cetera, or it's doing the oil field angels movement, which is helping you know the 17 families across Shale Play USA. Uh, what advice would you have for those people maybe that are either out of work, maybe are concerned that they might get laid off in the near future, or are just starting a new job, either from your experience or the stories that you heard from people through the Oilfield Angel program here? Talk to me about just some advice, some words of encouragement, et cetera, if you wouldn't mind. Well, if I, I mean, words of encouragement or advice for me is, um, be visible, use your tools. Um, LinkedIn is a great social site, is a great way to connect. Uh, any opportunity you get to get out to some of these events, um, get out there and donate your time. Get out there and, and connect with the people that are, you know, in the industry or associated with the industry. Make a positive name for yourself. Uh, stay away, definitely stay away from, stay away from the drama. Um, and any chance you get, help others. Even if you're out of a job, even whenever I was out of a job, I was still posting people's profiles to help them get jobs. Um, and that's what it's all about. It'll, you'll get it back tenfold. How can people contact you, not your company, not the Oilfield Angels, not the other stuff, but you've got so many uh, different, you know, your hands in so many different areas in the oil and gas industry, so it's easiest just to contact you, and I imagine through LinkedIn, but um, how can people contact you if they want to yeah. get in touch with you to get some momentum going in their life? Well, of course, LinkedIn, Facebook, or myself, I mean, my cell phone's out there, I I'm open for anything, anyone. Two-time cancer survivor, that's not a secret. Um, I am, my phone is always open, and my number is 580-603-4884. Uh, 